What's going on, cabrona, cabronas? This is the Small Town Noise Podcast. I hope you enjoy. Small Town Noise, don't bother me. You're stuck behind the county line, and I'm free. All the things you say that don't cause me pain, I'm all out of range. But that small town noise, that small town noise just stays the same. Welcome back to the Small Town Noise Podcast, guys. If you're a returning listener, I appreciate all the love. Thanks for the support. If this is your first time here, we welcome y'all with open arms, guys. And uh, I also have an intro episode out that you can go check out just so you can know more or less what you're getting into with this podcast and what to expect out of it. So new year, new me, guys, right? Am I right? Everybody knew me, knew you, knew her, knew him. Well, let's jump into what that really means. It could be that mindset of changing their ways and changing their life and whether that be fitness or just in life in general. And that's kind of where I was with all this, kind of what I wanted to do for 2020. Not to talk too much on myself, but really, I just wanted to work on things that I've always dreamed of doing, such as this podcast. Um, I've always been there or I've always liked to think to myself that I've been a good friend. I've always supported my friends 100%, never wanted them to think less of themselves. But then at the end of the day, I just didn't have enough energy or push to have that or hold myself to those same standards. So starting 2020, I decided to be selfish, not in a not in bad terminology, but like selfish as in like making, making sure I put myself first, my Mental health, my physical health. I've been in the gym myself, you know, down 15 pounds. What's up? Get at me. Get at me, fam. Because, um, yeah, I was West Texas skinny, but that shit don't fly here in Austin, bro. I'm a fat fuck over here, man. Chubby Jordan's got to make a comeback soon or something because this shit ain't, shit ain't got to fly down here, man. But like I said, I just hope that everybody's uh, on their shit. I hope they have uh, people that will hold them accountable. If not, I will hold you accountable. Let me know on the Facebook page, on Twitter, and I'll shout you out. And if you're hitting any kind of milestones or anything, I'll try to fit you into an episode and show you some love. Uh, if you've been slacking, also let me know, and I will definitely call you out on the podcast, talk some shit. Because let's all be honest, guys. No matter how hard we work and push ourselves in the gym to be better and look better, no one, and I mean no one, could ever, 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 ever look like Corey Kelly, guys. Let's be honest, man. They do post fucking selfies every day on Snapchat. Long story short, the dude's ripped, so I get why he's doing it. But people think it's annoying or that he shouldn't be posting selfies like that. We are fucking haters because check this out. Let's take a poll or... I know this for a fact. We don't even need a poll because he's one of my good friends. So I know for a fact this is what this is what the numbers are. If we look at the time he started posting all these selfies, even though they look exactly like the same ones from the day before, and sometimes twice a day, like it or not, the man found some success in it because prior to Selfie Gate or whatever you want to call it, Selfie Spree, he had zero girlfriends. 
Ladies and gentlemen, how many girlfriends do you think Corey Kelly has post selfie gate or selfie spree? That's right. One. He has one. So it's working. The thirst traps worked. He found a formula, stuck to it, followed through, and now he's fucking winning at life, guys. What is the moral of that story? Uh, I don't know. Post more shirtless pictures, guys. You want a girlfriend? Go to Rocky Venegas' house. Go to the back, wherever that gym is. That mysterious, almost saw-looking-like-room gym. And post shirtless selfies in the cold, in the rain, in the heat. Get them out there, guys. The girls are waiting. All right. Well, anyway, I just did that first because I know Corey Kelly will feel the weirdest about me talking about him on my podcast. Hopefully, he appreciates it, thinks it's funny. Nothing too personal. I mean, he's ripped, but he's not going to find me. Let's be honest, guys. So I'll say whatever the fuck I want to say, Corey, whether you like it or not. But for these first couple episodes, that's kind of how it's going to be, man. Just free for all. I'm going to go from one subject to another, jump around, no real... No real structure. Eventually, I want segments. Um, we're going to do like weekly segments, maybe every two weeks. Depends on how often I'm able to upload. Um, one segment I had in mind since day one, since like the creation in my head of this podcast, was the Ali Mendez segment. It's going to be pure gold. He's always saying some of the craziest shit I've ever heard of my life. He's always in some of the wildest situations i've ever heard of in my life and i think it's worth sharing and if i run out of like memories which i doubt i will i'll always have adriana faz to turn to because i'm sure she has dealt with that guy for years and years and years and she has a plethora of stories there's no doubt and i'm sure she's more than willing to share that way people can appreciate the struggle that her and me huh go through on a daily basis with my friend Ali Mendez. So today will be the start of the Ali Mendez segment, segment, segment. All right, here we go, guys. The first story I would love to tell. Me, A.B. Lara, Alex Borrego, Ali Mendez. Uh, it's probably like six, seven years ago. We were younger, back in our youngin' days. We partied so hard like we always did back then. On a, I think it was like a Saturday. So the next morning we go to have brunch, lunch, breakfast, whatever. We just go, we go to the uh, cafe next door. Uh, for those who don't know what the cafe next door is, it's a pretty good spot there in Ozona. Uh, I think this was before it reopened. So that, man, it could have been even further than five or six years. Uh, we definitely were of drinking age, just like everyone in Ozona is. We were not underage drinking, nor do I condone it. For my younger listeners, at you, Jacoby Ramos. Um, anyway, so we get there, super hungover, and we're reading over the menus, and we're just like, man, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? And Ali taps me on my shoulder. He's like, yo, bro. I was like, what's up? He's like, uh, why is the ribby steak so expensive? And I was like, ribby steak? And I was like, let me see. I was like, show me. He showed me. And I was like, bro. That says ribeye bavoso. What the hell are you thinking? He's like, no, I know. I was just playing. I was just playing. No, bro. This guy is fresh out of high school, going to college at this point. I'm almost positive. And he pronounced it ribby. I don't know what that says about Ozona's education system, one. I don't know what that says about Sol Ross's approval rate, two. Also, 
I don't know how I'm hanging around people like that. You know, I don't need to associate myself with people who can't spell associate. And that's just what it is, man. And Ollie, this is with all love in my heart. I love you. It's funny. But God, man, letting me down, dude. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you John deals with it. I don't I don't know why we're friends, why we've been friends for so long. It's like I try to delete your number, but it just magically pops back up and it just blows my mind. The things that so confidently come out of your mouth. <laughs> so y'all let me know if y'all like the Ollie stories, if you want some uh, other stories, any specific friends that I have that you want stories on. I'll try to give you what I can. Don't want to expose everybody. Won't expose everybody because they're my friends. And if they don't want to be talked about and they let me know, I won't fucking talk about them. And that's that. But on to other things. Uh, another segment I maybe like to implement is Netflix, Hulu, streaming services type stuff. So what shows are popping, what shows aren't. I refuse to watch The Bachelor. I don't care if he's in Paradise or in Ozona. I will not watch that shit. Don't even know how it works. Last I heard about it, somebody was jumping over a wall or something. So with that being said, Hulu and Netflix. Netflix, let me see. People have been talking about that stalker show. Uh, you, that's what it's called. So from my understanding, everybody's post girls love to be stalked. Um, they want someone to kill their friends. If they're being shady, bad friends, she would like the man crushing on them to crush their friends throats. And that's hot to people. People like it. Girls like it. From what I understand, I haven't seen the show. I'm probably not going to watch the show. And it's kind of all I have on that. If that, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a shot. I just don't like my Netflix. Like I fit in the realm of episodes that are 20, 25 minutes max. That's all I have the attention span for. Uh, that's like anything more than that, except with one exception, Peaky fucking blinders. That show goes so hard. If you haven't seen it, you like, old gangster movies or like mobster movies like this is totally different from that but kind of the same it's just a, a different way it's not mob obviously but if you like uh the movies like the irishman godfather stuff like that you'll like peaky blinders the fucking episodes are so long so so long but it's well worth it and that's my show uh brago put me on that shit that's his show. He loves it. He also put me on Queen of the South, which is also another badass show. And Teresa is a badass herself. I wish I knew someone like that. Um, shout out to Tammy Merwin and Riley Ramos for being Teresa and Pote for Halloween. That shit was fire. Uh, maybe when I get some video and I start doing the video along with the podcast, uh, I'll be able to pop up some pictures of these people so you know what I'm talking about. Uh if you don't know Tammy Merwin and my cousin Riley Ramos, uh, Tammy has a band called West Texas Funk. They kill it. Um, she's technically Riley Ramos's boss because Riley is a drummer. And she's most definitely his boss outside of West Texas Funk because she runs that shit. Let's all be real. We all know that. But, um, yeah, guys, if you're ever in San Angelo uh, or any of their shows, I'll try, to get, I'll try to pull up their schedule right now while I'm talking about it but yeah if you ever in angelo and west texas funk is playing somewhere in angelo you're doing yourself a disservice by not going they get the fucking party started and they don't stop 
They can't stop. They won't stop. And I've seen uh, I've seen multiple shows where this beautiful, obviously English-speaking white woman, a.k.a. Tammy, just blows people's fucking mind when she starts busting out the Selena. And I ain't talking about Gomez. I'm talking about the queen of Tejano music. The one, the only, Selena Quintanilla. Which reminds me of a story. I was in Midland at probably the whitest bar in Midland. It's called Shack in the Back. Uh, some people might have heard of it. Some people might have been there. It's like every, it's like once a month or it's once a week only in the summer months for like three months or something. And it's wild. It makes you feel like you're not in Midland. So anyway, West Texas Funk has a gig there. She's playing. It's going great. You know, people are dancing. People are getting down. They're vibing. The band's grooving. They have sick-ass keyboards. They have people on the guitar. Pretty much their whole band kicks ass. They're great musicians. Anyway, she busts out the Selena. And I, I think she's saying something else, too. But she had that fucking place popping like it was a quinceanera in the fucking convention center in Ozona, Texas. I shit you not. I was like, dude, there are people just coming out of the woodworks to cumbia. i never seen so many uncoordinated white people cumbia at one time. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it got me fucking hyped. It was like their first time playing there, I think. And man, they've been back multiple times since then. So of course they loved it. And while we're on the subject of uh, music, I would like to say, uh, mention a couple of bands that I know that are coming out with new albums or have dropped new albums for the New Year's. Um, I might not be able to remember everybody's stuff, so this I'm just going to do like one or two. Um, out of the Texas country music scene, Colton Moore and The Clever Few. These guys have been around forever and could have come up on YouTube, on Spotify. They have uh, great music, man. It's a more, uh, it's not going to be your. Um, you know, your William Clark Green, your Cole Wetzel, Whiskey Myers type of music. If you know who Sean McConnell is, it's going to be more like that, more vibey. Oh, if you ever want to get in your fills, I listen to these. Like these guys, they always get me there. Um, they just dropped a new album called Everything Has Changed. And it's a great album, guys. Uh, they revisited a lot of their old stuff, uh, just remakes. They've also put out some new stuff, and it's a man like a seven-track album. It's not that it's not a very like it takes like thirty minutes to listen to the whole album. It's a really good song. One of my favorite songs is "What's Coming Next." It's such a good song, guys. It's crazy. I I think I've had that thing on repeat since the first. Like sometimes when I go to my Spotify and open their page, or like open the when I search them and open the page the song just automatically starts playing. <laughs> Spotify's like, okay, motherfucker, we get it. You like the song. It's good. Yeah, guys, but Colton Moore and the Clever Few, the album name is Everything Has Changed. And my top two, three favorite songs that I would recommend you listening to is one, What's Coming Next, two, Stains on the Sheets. It's a gross name. And uh, three, Mine All Mine. It even says Revisited, but if you listen to the original, Mine All Mine, that song is by far their best song and it blows a lot of other people who are getting a lot more love out of the water and of course no hate to anybody everybody's drinking from the same pond everyone in the industry or in the scene get it do good have your fan base it's cool i just want to talk about these guys because i feel like they're so slept on um also actually uh i was reading earlier that uh mac miller r.i.p he is gonna have or his family has decided to put out a second album that he was working on that is in that is in conjunction with his uh his last project he put out before he passed away uh swimming 
it's actually called circles. So the whole, the whole album concept was swimming in circles. So it, that album is going to complement the first one. And I think it's going to be dropping here soon. And like the next month, I think it's like January 18th. So it'll probably be, I, I want to say January 18th. Uh, I'll try to confirm that, but I'm almost positive that's coming out. And uh, it's going to be something I've, Dude, Mac Miller can do no wrong in life or death to me. So I'm going to enjoy the album. Enjoy the new single, Good News, which is out now on Spotify. Go check it out. It's a fire-ass song. Uh, might make you cry. Bring some fucking tissues because you're going to need it, fellas. And ladies, my bad, my bad. With that, we'll start closing up the music portion of the podcast and kind of just keep it simple, man. I'm going to kind of close out the episode right now. I'm going to keep everything 20 to 25 minutes long, real bite-sized for y'all. If y'all have a quick 10, 20 minutes throughout y'all's day, feel free to throw on Small Town Noise, show me some love. I'm going to be covering stuff from small towns surrounding the West Texas area, even all around Texas. Any big news coming out of any small town, I'll try to get at. I'm going to be covering sports, uh, other podcasts that I listen to, you know, movie reviews, hype for some new movies coming out, new shows on Netflix, Hulu. Like I said, I just want to keep everything real interactive. Y'all let me know what y'all want to hear, talk about. You want to hear me bullshit a little bit more? You want to hear me bullshit a little bit less? Just let me know. We can get it done. I'm just so excited for everything. I'm excited for my first guest interview. I'm excited to grow with y'all, for my audience to grow, for our interaction to grow. It's going to be so badass, guys. I'm looking forward to it all. And oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. So, like, I have access to, I have access to check the uh, interaction that I'm getting from each episode. And actually we just hit 250 downloads and listens. That's so fucking cool guys. Thanks for everyone who went on Spotify and shared. Y'all are the best audience a guy like me could ask for. Y'all are giving me a shot. Y'all are willing to try new things. And I fuck with all that energy. So heavy guys. I appreciate it once again. Again, follow me on Facebook at small town noise, like the page, share it. Follow me on Twitter at small town noise with a digit one at the end. I'll give you a follow back. I'll shout y'all out. Follow me on my playlist on Spotify. And I should be on iTunes by the end of the week. Hopefully by the time this episode posts, we'll be on iTunes. So follow me on there as well, guys. Appreciate y'all. One love to everybody. Thank y'all so much for supporting me these past couple weeks while I'm getting everything situated. Thanks for y'all's patience. And thanks for showing all that love. So remember, do everything that you love regardless of what people think. I hope that I can be that inspiration for y'all. You're always going to hear people talking. You're always going to hear chirping around town. That's always what it's going to be. It's always what it's been. But always keep in mind that it ain't nothing but that small town noise, baby. Just some small town